0: Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues.
1: A U.S. Marine female fighter pilot has been punished for her religious objection to the vaccine. An appeals court rules that Biden's vaccine mandate is unconstitutional. And India is named as a religious persecutor of Christians and Muslims. and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. Are you ready to pray the news with us? Here's our first story. A United States Marine, an officer, a woman who is a fighter pilot, has now been punished for her personal religious objection to the vaccine mandate. Liberty Council reports that while they are providing assistance in the lawsuit, Navy Seal 1 versus Biden, the seals over a dozen are suing the Biden administration. Liberty Council also reports one of the newest stories of anti-religious persecution that would shock you as it did me. There is a young woman, an officer in the Marines, we'll call her Carrie, who graduated in the top of her class at the basic school, initial officer training. She pursued aerospace engineering at the United States Naval Academy this brilliant young woman was assigned to the Marine Corps as a captain with more than five years of honorable service. And she was a fighter pilot. Flew in the F-35C Lightning II. Here's a picture of that beautiful plane. Single seat aircraft used for surveillance and strike missions. But when the COVID shot was first rolled out, Kerry requested a religious and medical exemption. Both were denied. She shared saying that, uh, quote, I have seen everything from coercion, undue command influence to receive a voluntary drug, hypocrisy in enforcement of rules for vaccinated versus unvaccinated, hypocrisy in enforcement of mitigation rules between officers and enlisted, being denied leave, having to speak individually and discriminatorily to my commanding officer and the higher headquarters CO. During these meetings, I had to explain my position ad nauseum and defend my religious beliefs. These one-on-one meetings with an O5 and O6 were extremely uncomfortable, intimidating, and stressful. But the hardest point was when she asked for leave, vacation, to attend her own sister's wedding. Carrie requested leave to go to her sister's wedding months beforehand, and she even offered to take a COVID test before and after the wedding so she could attend. However, she reports the following, quote, my command provided me with little to no information on the status of my request. Ironically, I had a Marine who was vaccinated that thought he had COVID-19 and was given the privilege of testing out in order to board the ship for our detachment, end quote. So there's double standard there. Even if you have COVID, you get a pass as long as you have the vaccine. Finally, the last week before the wedding, Carrie was informed that her request for leave was denied. She missed the wedding. At this point, even though her commanders knew how important this was, they had no empathy or support. Then to add insult to injury, Carrie said the following, quote, I was forced to attend a squadron party of nearly 40 people on the very same night of her sister's wedding, even though I was supposed to be restricting my movement prior to boarding the ship," End quote. This so clearly emphasizes how this was not about a disease but about her commanding officer punishing Carrie because she requested a religious exemption from the shots. This Marine officer stood firm and she continues to stand firm today for her religious beliefs. And that's the news, our thanks to Liberty Council and Matt Staver for that report. So here is a double standard, right? If you're sick with COVID, but you've had the vaccine, you get a pass. If you're healthy and you didn't get the vaccine, you get punished. For your religious views, now listen, you and I may not have a religious objection to getting the vaccine, but this woman did. And I will stand for her religious views, whatever they are. There are traditionally three denominations that refuse all vaccines and have for decades or hundreds of years. That is Christian scientist, Dutch reformed or Muslims. If you're in one of those groups, obviously your religion forbids you to get the vaccine. There are other pro-life arguments of whether the vaccine was tested, although it does not contain stem cells or issuing from aborted fetal lines, but it was tested on them. So that is a legitimate argument for pro-life Christians to say, hey, this doesn't fit with my personal beliefs. We need to stand up for religious liberty and for the Biden administration to punish officers. And by the way, To date, we have heard of zero exemption waivers being granted in the US Navy, zero. Which means they have a blanket denial policy, which violates their own promise to take everything on a case-by-case basis. They're not taking it on a case-by-case basis. They're issuing blanket denials even against people's religious views. And to that, we pronounce anathema upon the Biden administration, you should be sued and you should be found guilty of violating the first amendment rights of our servicemen. This persecution was promised, right? Not only by Jesus, but in second Timothy, the Bible says this, yes, and all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. We don't expect it, but we do expose it. And we call it out, let's pray. Would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we pray for this Marine officer that you would reward her as the hero that she is for not only defending her country, but for standing up for principle. A woman of courage who is uh, honoring the Navy values of honor, courage, and commitment. She is keeping her personal honor to not violate her conscience. She's showing courage by standing up against unconstitutional laws and she is proving her commitment to God and country. And Father, we pray that you would reward her for that service. I pray this blessing on Carrie in Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break. When we come back, the Biden administration loses an appeal in court. The appeals court strikes down the VAX mandate as unconstitutional.
2: This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back.
1: Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. I wanna introduce my friend, Mike Lindell, who wants to help support our ministry and the work of PIJN News. Uh, Mike, what do you think?
2: Well, I think everybody out there, y'all need to get behind Pray In Jesus Names Ministry. Dr. Chaps here with this great ministry needs your support and you, can, you should donate to it. You can also use your promo code PRAYNEWS and anything you're getting from my pillow with big discounts a lot of those proceeds are coming right back, I'm gonna put them right back into this, into your amazing charity and show. 15 years ago I invented my pillow. It took me two years to develop because I wanted to have everything you would ever want in a pillow. I made sure that you could adjust my patented and fill so you could have the exact support you need as an individual regardless of your sleep position. I also wanted a pillow that would last so I made my pillow machine washable and dryable. Go to mypillow.com to get deep discounts, not just on my pillows, but so much more. For example, you get my six piece towel sets, regular $109.99, now only $44.98, or my pillow dog beds for as low as $19.99 with your
1: promo code.
0: Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps.
1: Coming back I'm Dr. Chaps. Our next story comes from Epic Times reports an appeals court, Fifth Circuit has struck down, for now, temporarily, the Biden vaccine mandate as unconstitutional for many reasons. Epic Times says that a federal appeals court blocked the Biden administration's private employer COVID-19 vaccine mandate. You know when they were gonna require all employers that have 100 employees or more get the vaccine? But the court asserts that there are constitutional issues with that requirement. And because the petitions give cause to believe there are grave statutory and constitutional issues with the mandate, the mandate is hereby stayed pending further action by this court. That's not just a federal judge, that's a three judge panel at the Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit. And they wrote those words in their brief order. The halt of the mandate which was unveiled last week as temporary as the case moves forward. The case was brought by multiple businesses, including Christian ministries like the American Family Association. I heard that Daystar was part of that. Uh, multiple individuals, several states, including Texas, Utah, and Mississippi were filing because it violates their state laws, the guarantee freedom. And now Biden will appeal to the Supreme Court It's not enough that he was struck down by the appeals court. Biden wants to impose the mandate so badly he's appealing to the US Supreme Court. He wants to force employers to fire non-vaxxers or face heavy fines. Petitioners, petitioners, excuse me, said that the mandate was promulgated in an emergency temporary standard order by the Department of Labor. They were using the Occupational Safety and Health Administration, OSHA, to enforce an act that will punish people for workplace endangerment. But now the mandate is being struck down because it is, according to the courts, exceeding OSHA's authority under the Occupational Safety and Health Act. The court says the authority is limited to workplace-related hazards But COVID is not a workplace-related hazard, they say. It is, quote, a society-wide danger, end quote. So not just in the workplace. Therefore, it exceeds OSHA's authority. They also said the mandate doesn't make sense because determining whether COVID-19 is a workplace hazard depends on employees' age and health and how many coworkers they have Lawyers for the petitioners wrote in an emergency motion asking the court to impose a stay. Here's a quote from that brief. It says, in an attempt to impose a nationwide vaccination mandate without approval from Congress, the executive branch has couched its COVID-19 vaccine mandate as an emergency workplace rule affecting nearly 100 million Americans but the emergency is neither a workplace rule nor responsive to any emergency. Vaccination status is instead a public health issue that affects people throughout society. It is not a hazard particular to the workplace, and there is no need to use an emergency rule to address a pandemic that has been going on for nearly two years. Congress did not grant OSHA such sweeping powers in its authorizing statute." End quote. So in other words, the executive branch is exceeding the authority given to it by Congress. Biden administration officials, however, have said that they are confident that the OSHA rule will withstand a flurry of legal challenges that they lodged after it was made public. And Biden not only is threatening to appeal to the Supreme Court, he's also enforcing the mandate even after it was struck down, apparently ignoring the court orders. Our thanks to the Epoch Times for that report. Again, we have discerned the spirits on this in the past, but there is a spirit of tyranny who is punishing people for doing the right thing. In their personal religious view or in, uh, you know, certainly, We want everyone to be safe in the workplace, but self-governance is the answer, not tyrannical governance from from outside. We want people to personally take responsibility and personally care for their own health. If that means that you wanna get the the vaccine, go for it. If that means you wanna wear a mask, go for it. But personal governance over your own body is what the constitution requires. The Bible does clarify in Romans 13. I wanna parse through this. Rulers are not a terror to good works, but to evil works. Do you wanna be unafraid of the authority? Then do what is good and you'll have praise from the same. The authority is God's minister to you for good. But if you do evil, be afraid for he does not bear the sword in vain. He is God's minister, an avenger to execute wrath on him who practices evil. Is the Biden administration punishing evildoers in this case? No, they're punishing people, according to the courts now, not my opinion, but the court said they're punishing people who are doing good, like showing up to work. So they are not acting with God's authority when they do that. Let's take a short break. When we come back, India is named as a religious persecutor of Christians and Muslims.
2: Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News.
1: I'm Dr. Chaps, Jesus said in Matthew 24 that famine would be a sign of the end. And we are now facing a famine of biblical proportions in one of the poorest states in India, where our charity has sponsored up to 259 orphans and children for many years. But now there are thousands of people starving in the streets because of the unemployment there. And we've been helping widows, like the letter we received from Sanuri, who writes to us and says, I stay with my three children in the slum. I was washing plates in the hotel and earning bread for my family, paying house rent. Suddenly I lost my income. After hotels were closed by the government, this was a shocking moment for me. Afterward, we could manage eating half a meal a day to manage a scanty ration for longer days. When there was no ration left for my family, I was quietly weeping outside with agony. An unknown fellow came and asked whether I am a widow. I said, yes. He wrote my name and address and asked me to collect ration from your office. I got that ration with joyful tears. I strongly believe that God helps the helpless during troubled times through benevolent people. You know, the benevolent people she's talking about are you. and your generosity, when you give through our ministry, is actually helping her to see God. Would you please donate today at 866-Obey-God. Again, our phone number, 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. And help us supply a matching gift. We've already given up to $10,000 to supply 100,000 meals. And there's somebody out there who could double that gift with one stroke of a pen. Please donate through our website, PrayInJesusName.org and designate your gift to India Relief. Please give today.
0: Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr.
1: Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Our last story today comes from christiannews.net who reports that India as a nation has now been named as a religious persecutor. The Hindus there and the government there is going after Christians and Muslims. The United States Commission on International Religious Freedom USCIRF has published a fact sheet, reiterating the recommendations to the United States State Department regarding countries to be designated as violators of religious freedom. The State Department is expected to make its final designations this month, listing certain countries as either countries of particular concern for religious freedom or placing them on the department's special watch list for religious freedom violators. The countries of particular concern sometimes get sanctions. And the USCIRF is now named Vietnam, Syria, Russia, and India as four countries that are deserving of the State Department designation as a CPC. Here's a map now showing all of the states that are uh, in red or in yellow as either violators or they're on the watch list, right? And now India has been added to that list. It's fairly new to the list, although it has been highlighted in past years for its increasing persecution of Christians and Muslims. One example of this persecution is the passage of anti-conversion laws throughout the country Not nationally, but in state by state around India, they're saying you cannot convert from Hindu to Christian or Hindu to Islam. There's no religious freedom. That has caused increased persecution against Christians at the state level by the government, as documented in an ICC report that has been published by the USCIRF. They also recommend that other countries be put on the watch list, those include Afghanistan, well, we can guess the Taliban is now punishing Christians. Algeria, Azerbaijan, Egypt, Indonesia, Iraq, Kazakhstan, Malaysia, Turkey, our ally, a NATO ally, Turkey, and Uzbekistan are now all being added to the State Department's special watch list. Over the past year, ICC has discovered the deteriorating religious freedom conditions in these countries, such as with church closures and even blasphemy cases. They're being punished for blaspheming Islam or Muhammad. Can't say anything bad about them. They'll be punished by the government. And that is happening in places like Algeria, where destruction of Christian heritage sites by the Azerbaijani officials and violations of foreign and domestic laws in Turkey and others. The Director of Advocacy for ICC, Matthias Petula welcomed the new fact sheet. He says the following, quote, ICC reiterates the recommendations put forth by the USCIRF, we urge State Department officials to designate the four new CPC countries and add the 10 new special watch list countries, as advised by SURF. We continue to work with US SURF and analysts to ensure that the United States identifies the world's top persecuting countries. We also look forward to working with the State Department to ensure these countries are held responsible for their violations and to help persecuted communities around the world," End quote. And that's the news. Our thanks to christiannews.net and the organization ICC, which publishes these things that come out of the U.S. Center for, the U.S. Uh, Commission for International Religious Freedom, U.S. Surf. You know, this would all be fascinating. Uh, and, and Ambassador Sam Brown back under the Trump administration uh, campaigned for religious freedom around the world for Christians and Muslims. Now the Biden administration is wanting to replace him with a Muslim? will be the international ambassador for religious freedom. We'll see how that goes. This reminds me of the Bible in Revelation 6. There is a prediction of future persecution for the church. When the angel opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of those who have been slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. And they cried out in a loud voice saying, how long O Lord, holy and true, until you judge and avenge our blood on those who dwell on the earth. Then a white robe was given to each of them. And it was said to them that they should rest a little while longer, both until both the number of their fellow servants and their brethren who would be killed as they were was completed. And that's the Bible confirming the persecution of martyrs. Let's take a short break and I'll have a word to conclude the show
0: giving you a megaphone in Washington, DC. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Take action today. Dr.
1: Chaps needs you to sign an important online petition. Today, I wanna invite you to sign a critical petition to defend innocent babies and to end abortion in America. On this show, we like to pray and petition God, but we also need you to take action today by petitioning Congress to stop the taxpayer-funded child killing, especially by defunding Planned Parenthood, America's number one abortion provider. Why are your taxes paying to murder innocent children in the womb? Well, if Congress would simply define personhood as life beginning at conception, we can reverse Roe versus Wade. Please join me today by signing this important petition to Congress. Visit PrayInJesusName.org Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org and sign your petition today. Sign today's petition right now. Again, visit PrayInJesusName.org
0: to sign our petition right now.
1: Today we are remembering to pray for and commemorate our 45th president, Donald J. Trump, who was, in our generation, perhaps the most pro-life, pro-family, pro-Israel, and pro-America president of our time. To remember him and honor him, we've issued these brand new golden commemorative coins. They have Donald Trump right in the cover and it says, in God we trust, to remind you to pray for our 45th president. For a suggested donation of $45 to our ministry, we'll remember and send you this 45th president coin and Not just that, we're gonna throw in a copy of my book, How to Liberate the World with the Christian Activist DVD. So you get all three. You have a coin to remember to pray and then to learn how to be an effective Christian activist. You get the book and the DVD. And then to show the world your Christian faith, we're gonna add this window decal. It says, I pray for religious freedom so you can remember to pray, learn, and show the world that you stand with us at Pray In Jesus Name. Please donate today when you visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Click on the bookstore button at the top, and you'll see all four items for a suggested donation of $45. Or call us right now at 866-Obey-God. Get yours today. Defending your religious freedom. Here is Dr. Chaps. Thank you for watching and please donate to help us bring you these kinds of reports. Where else are you gonna see a news reporter stop and pray with his audience? We need your financial support. Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate. The Bible says this in Proverbs 21, the fool covets greedily all day long, but the righteous gives and does not spare. If you need prayer or to donate by phone, call us at 866 Obey God. We'll see you next time.